What is good, everybody? It's your boy Keith, and welcome back to the Wholesome Men podcast. I know it's like been a minute. What has it been like November? It's been so a it's, minute. It's been a while. So cool, make man. sure y'all go ahead and follow me at klogan underscore seventy on all social media platforms. And of course, I got my guys with me. Of course, Justin. Y'all already know what it is. It's your favorite wholesome men. Go ahead and give me a follow on IG, JLP underscore 63. We got some good stuff ready for y'all. We're back. We're better. Let's get it. Let's get it. And I got Mitch with me. What up? What up? What up? Follow me at Mitch313RD on Instagram. Split. Name probably going to change. <laughs> now, but you, know. you switch up your name like three times. <laughs> you know, you know. Y'all going to find and last but not least, we got Dr. B. What's good, everybody? It's the people's doctor, the raspy doctor. The raspy. Raspy doctor. Yeah, so I'm glad to be back. Back with y'all. Got a lot of shit to talk about. So, yeah, we say let's do it. All right, we're going to jump right into it. So I already know. I already know y'all probably been thinking, for any of those that's been following the Host Men podcast, if anybody new, welcome. Anybody old, welcome back. Like I said, it's been like since November. So I know the first question's on your mind, what happened? So I'm gonna actually, we're gonna go around the table. Justin, <laughs> what you think happened in your opinion? In my opinion, and it's not an opinion, it's a fact. This nigga Mitch is hard to work with. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me clarify. I'm talking about what happened, why, why it took so long for us to get back to the podcast and why we take a break. Go ahead. So we he started oh. off. He started off on the gas already. Damn. Go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. Oh, we're talking about like our real life situations or like we talking about Both. how you feel. I mean, I'm feeling good, bro. I just got done. I just finished my master's degree. No, man. nigga. Why why? Why, why, what happened? Why are we taking a break, in your opinion? Why do we take a break? Because niggas is hard to work with, bro. Oh. I think we, we, have, we, have, we literally had an episode when we talked about why niggas don't support niggas because niggas is hard to work with, bro. We were supposed to start this podcast at 1 o'clock. It's 2.50. We called Mitch <clears throat> at 12.30. He at the car dealership. Oh, nice. so we already, we already, we, uh, hey, Roddy too. Roddy we, was in the car. <laughs> Roddy uh, was in the car too. We not capping. <laughs> we not capping, bro. <laughs> we not. So all right, Mitch. We going around the table. That's you said your piece, Mitch. Right, <laughs> How you feel? <laughs> what you think happened, bro? Why we had to take this long break? Keith was being a baby, and he ain't wanna. <laughs> hey. He ain't wanna hit it no more. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dr. B. I mean, it's a combination of all. <laughs> everybody just, you know, wasn't as focused to make it, you know, a consistent. I think we had the dedication. It's just we weren't consistent with that dedication. And it just, you know, with a lot of shit going on personally, going on in our lives as well as professionally, shit was just going down. And we going to keep it 100. Nigga, life happens. So, you know, shit happens. And uh, but we back though. That's the main thing. We back. We back. All right. We I'm, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Y'all, y'all try to throw. Mitch definitely got thrown under the bus. Mitch tried to throw <laughs> me under the bus. I see how it is. And then Rodney just blame blame everybody. But to keep it a hundred, I for those who don't know me, I moved from Oklahoma all the way to Florida. I have a wonderful job opportunity, and I think that's part of the reason. Once I found out that, I know the podcast thing kind of slowed down. It was a lot of burden on me. I wouldn't say a burden, but it does take a lot of time. Say, Damn, a burden, bro? No, nah, I wouldn't say a burden, but it takes a lot of time. I like doing a podcast. I like messing with y'all. Messing with y'all is like when y'all not a headache, because y'all motherfuckers are a headache, bro. But bro, like, 
Why don't you tell them what your job is, bro? Why you moved to Florida? So, so the shirt off. What's I'll, that mean, I'll, bro? I work. I'll, let's just say, obviously, if you're watching a YouTube video, you can see, but I work in the rockets department. So let's just say that. But like, okay, it's, 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 oh, they got a couple it's, dollars. Really? No, nah, I don't got no dollars, bro. <laughs> I don't got. I got. I got work my uh, work my way up to that. It ain't confidential. It's just for those that know me. Cash me but twenty. No, nah, cash at me 200. I need that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it's a combination of just that moving, getting together. And just like when we got here, when I got here, it's like, man, I got a lot of stuff to do. I got to really focus on myself. At the same time, it is a lot going on. And also, then boom, the pandemic happened. It's like, I really didn't have no... I know Justin been in my ear like, we should do the podcast again. He been doing that for a couple months. And I'm months, like, nah. Boy. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I'm cool on it. I'm working on myself, which I am. But it's like, and this COVID stuff happened. So it's like, I don't know how I feel about it. Mitch been saying the same thing. It's like, you should do the podcast again. I don't know how I feel about it. But now we're back here. You say he's working on yourself. You want to, you want to, you want to dig in that a little bit? Let's unpack that. I've been, I've been drinking my water. Been trying to grow, I've been trying to grow my beard out a little bit. <laughs> been working out a little bit. That's what I mean by working on myself. I mean, like, I mean, I hope everybody came out this pandemic with like some different hobbies and stuff like came that. I know out, I, came out the pandemic. Yeah, I hope people still working on their skills, like hobbies and stuff. I know me, like when I was younger, I always played music. When I went to college, I kind of stopped that shit. So I kind of been on the side, been like producing, like as a hobby, producing music or making beats or whatever. I don't know what, what y'all been doing. How y'all, what y'all been doing during the pandemic or this whole shit when we've been on lockdown? Man, working out, started a business with one of my really good friends, you know, Transform Enterprises, you know, overall wellness concierge business. And, you know, we won't get too much into that, but, you know, follow me on Instagram. You'll see, you'll see all the information on there in regards to our business. But, you know, started a business with one of my boys. Just been working out, man. It's really not much to do. <laughs> Honestly, I ain't stepping out to no bars and clubs, X and all, because that 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 thing's spreading. And y'all dudes better start leaving. <laughs> y'all dudes better start leaving them girls alone too, because they got it. They got it. <laughs> they got it. So y'all better chill out. Let's let's all stay home and get this thing That's rolling. How y'all feel? <laughs> let's get this thing rolling, man. I'm trying to get back outside. That's, that's solid advice, bro. Facts. Big facts. All right. <laughs> What about Mitch, how, how bro? Feel, how y'all feel Coach, about Coach how Mitch. How y'all feel about it? We got to get used to potting again. Dang, it's weird. <laughs> Hold on, time out. <laughs> ain't no time out. We going. We going, hey, we, bro. Oh, we still got. No, nah, I ain't been doing nothing, though. Uh, oh, yeah, Mitch got a story to tell. <laughs> ain't, t- ain't teaching. Shit, Wait, corona. Okay. Uh, okay. I've been working towards my real estate license, though. I take I'm gonna take my test next week. See, okay, so um, that's positive. What we doing? Yeah, All right, shit, working shit. on yourself. Yeah, you know, trying to trying to keep busy, man. Get stay. your money up, so you. Can I was trying to stay corona free, but oh, oh yeah. Mitch, is now, <laughs> Mitch is now Mitch is now an advocate of staying staying at home. Yeah, I'm okay. a co- I'm a COVID advocate. So <laughs> you've been trying to stay Corona free, okay? <laughs> trying, but did not succeed. Can we talk? Oh, uh, see, that? I didn't. I wasn't going to throw him under. The <laughs> <laughs> that next, hey, it was all over his Instagram. I would have. Oh, yeah, that's alone. true. That's that boy, true. That boy's all right. selfies in the hospital bed. All I was right. getting clout off the COVID. 
For those who don't who don't know Mitch or who don't follow Mitch, Mitch was out partying on IG probably a month ago, and probably this recent past week. You next thing you know, you see him on a ventilator. He laughed. No, no, but for real though, I was we was legit concerned. We had a group FaceTime. I was feeling bad. I, I legit prayed was I had prayers for you, bro, because you, you were looking bad. You was in the hospital with your shirt off and all the tubes and shit. So I was like, bro. <laughs> so what was that like yeah, you were asking now you like bro. telling niggas like Wear your mask and stay at home, niggas. Nigga. All right, that's a that's a real testimony. That's all I got. Shit, this should kill you. Dr. B, what you been up to? Well, I got to speak with the work. I've been obviously working, you know, at home, taking care of the film. We doing our, our, our um, you know, contribution to society, staying away from things, going out when needed. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about doing a few ventures so far as some business ideas. So just really been trying to map out some plans and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens in the next few months. But really been chilling, staying away, working out, doing some mental and physical health, right? So yeah. I did this body transformation a year ago. Um, I'm down with about 27 pounds. Show him your chest, bro. Rod the bod. Rod the bod. That nigga, <laughs> nigga want to take off his shirt so That bad. boy was just eating pizza before we started recording. Why you throwing, he throwing niggas under the bus today? All right. I got heat, All bro. Right. I got heat, bro. I'm mad. I'm, this podcast should have started, started again like five months ago. I got heat. Let's All right. Go. Since you mad, since, since you mad, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's so, do it. like, what what's your outlook on this whole thing? Should we all do we all agree? Like, should we just stay in, or do you think we should just really just live our lives and not just be scared of like anything? Because we, I mean, I think how it's looking, if we don't got no vaccine, we all gonna catch it regardless, right? No matter what we do, should we just all like be out? I don't Man, know. <laughs> I'm keep my ass in the house. <laughs> you can, well, yeah, you had a whole health scare, bro. I, I feel you on that. So I know you. I don't know what's the likelihood of you like catching it again, though. So y'all niggas ain't had no corona scare. I mean, I, I woke up with a sore throat one day, but then it was gone. So I don't know who it was. Honestly, oh, that was like two two months ago. That was like two months. I was quarantined myself. Yeah, I mean, I had a corona scare, so I tested. We're talking about it. I tested positive. Um, I had mild symptoms. Uh, okay. I don't wish it on anybody though. At the end of the day, like that shit was annoying. Um, I felt like I couldn't, I was stuck in one place for two whole weeks um, and, and some days just to be careful. But yeah. I kind of, you know, my outlook is this because we just don't know enough about it. And with, with the media and everything being like so extreme, it's just so hard to engage how to really look at this and the best you can do is stay in and and and, and make good decisions but i you know the other side of me is you know there's a, a i think what a 92 percent uh survival rate yeah. do we shut down the country you know for the other seven to eight percent the answer is yes but then how much though right like how much i've been hearing different opinions 
Yeah, I feel you on that. I've been hit, like I said, I, I heard both sides of the fence. Like, I heard, like, we eventually all going to get it. It's kind of turning to survival of the fittest, whatever you go. So, I don't, I don't know, however you look at it. Justin, what you think? Bro, it's almost inevitable. I feel like you're going to get it if you get it. Like, regardless, you, you're going to catch it. I feel like you're going to catch it. I don't think there's anybody in the world that's legitimately just at home. Like, just at home. And that's it. And even if you're not, whatever you do, you order groceries and they drop them off. You still, basically, you still was exposed to whoever it was that dropped off them groceries, so they say. I don't really get the virus. The virus don't make much sense to me. I just keep this thing on me and I just do the hand sanitizer thing. What is that? And I, and <laughs> 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 it's hand sanitizer, bro. It's hand oh. sanitizer, bro. Blank. <laughs> Blank. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, no, nah, but like, I just, I, I mean, I just feel like this coronavirus thing is weird, bro, because technically we all, I mean, I work out every day and I go to the gym. I mean, technically I'm exposed to all these different people anyway. So we it's like, and I'm fine, but I could be asymptomatic. I don't know. I got tested last week. I came out negative. So, I mean, I, I really don't know what's going on, bro. This virus is weird. The, you be at the gym? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I got to work on myself. Just like you said, we working on ourselves, right? I mean, I, I'm working I on myself, bro. I know so, the like, gym is like a high risk thing. <laughs> Man, everywhere you go, it's higher risk. You go to the grocery store, you high risk. That's the problem with us Americans too. We got this like we free republic, and that's why everybody else number is supposedly going down. Some people don't believe in the numbers, but I don't know. This I don't know. I think it's America problem too. <laughs> We just too free. People too stubborn, man. That's all that is. People selfish. We're doing bad. Absolutely. Like, are we probably uh, exacerbating this uh, this virus to to shouldn't? Yes. Um, but it's a both end, right? Like, I think there there's some states that have a good hand on it, and then there's some states that is out of control, and it's not a one size fit all on how you handle this COVID. And I think that's that's what's problematic about how you deal with the virus that everybody can get, but that uh, it's, 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 the numbers are different, you know, state by state. Are we so, all in states where it's out of hand though? I think I, all I three mean, of us, Florida. are we all, all three of us in states in the top, top three? Florida, wow. <laughs> Florida, wow. Niggas wow. don't know when to go three. home. <laughs> like, they don't know when to go Florida, home, bro. Florida going Florida. Texas wilding, <laughs> Texas, Texas wilding, wild in Oklahoma wilding, Oklahoma is wild. Then, like, my nigga, Texas tripping. As soon as they let, we ain't even have phases. Phase one, everything open. That's it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I think one of the questions I have is, if we don't have a vaccine, how long do we stay away and shut down? Like, what's I just what's the answer? Nobody knows. <laughs> There, there is none. Nobody knows. Okay, we shut down again like we like we did a month and a half, two months ago. We shut down again, and then we open back up. There's still no vaccine. There's not going to be a vaccine anytime soon. So we we close again, we open up again. Is this going to be the same result? Well, numbers are spiking because we, we – I mean, it's, it's inevitable. Because we don't listen. No, it's, numbers are spicing, uh, spiking because we don't listen. It's other countries that's listening to what their government said, and their numbers going down. So it's still – when they do open up, it's a least likely chance that people – it will spread again and spike again. So I think, like I said, that's part of our problems. And, I mean, another part of our uh, – like, everyday life is just changed in general. So, like, specifically, I don't know, like, what's y'all dating life like out here since the pandemic? <laughs> like <laughs> – I know personally when I moved out here to Florida, I, I'm single. 
I'm out. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm out here in the street like these niggas. The streets. I really found out quickly. The streets not for me. Tried <laughs> the streets though. Did but did you did you try the streets? I tried the streets. The streets not for me. I, I, I feel like relationship type, but I can't. I can't give no girls like myself emotionally yet. I just can't do it. As far because so I don't know. But you're not ready to give your heart. Is what you're saying. I, I feel like. Personally, I feel like I can't do that yet because I'm still trying to get established. But I mean, at the same time, a relationship type, type I would want to. But I know. Hey, what's your type, bro? We're going to find you a girl. What's your type? If you, I don't wow. got no type. Man, you do got a type. Everybody got a type. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Oh, I mean, like a type as far as I want a girl that's ambitious. Mm. <laughs> Cliche, <laughs> cliche, cliche, cliche. No, but who doesn't know? I want to, for I want a girl that's ambitious, that that's actually gonna be someone that's right bad, for me. That's gonna... a, a bad chocolate. Is she bad? Justin, what's your Justin? What's your type? Bad, I, I don't discriminate, bro. If I like you, I like you. Cap. Who said something about discriminating? I don't discriminate, bro. I don't have a type, bro. Cap. I don't have a type, bro. I, if I like you, I like you. I've I've dated and talked to all kinds of different girls, bro. Hmm. Name one. If we vibe, we vibe. You tripping? <laughs> you tripping? Man. If we vibe, we vibe, bro. You date black girls? Huh? You date black girls? <laughs> what yeah, is, bro. <laughs> like, I'm just asking. Oh, yeah, I'm just asking. Bro. Man, we've literally had it. When the last time you dated a black girl? When the last time you dated a Karen? When the last time you dated a black girl? Like, start swimming. Man, like, like dated, dated, like out in public, dated, like, or man, whatever, whatever man, you want. Miss getting his payback. Miss getting his payback. Gotta make whatever sure the timelines is right. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. I'm happy like 20, to answer Keith's 12. question. To answer Keith's question, how's dating been during dating the like, pandemic? I'm yeah. happy, bro. I'm happy. Mm. I'm happy. Hey, how do you, Miss? Yeah, doing a pandemic. What'd you say? Cakes, you keep flourishing. You're, you're, you're not in a drought. Get some ass. <laughs> <laughs> Get some ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> Y'all really, really trying to put I'm me out? I mean, be real. We being real. Crazy. Nah, I'm bro. Like, we coming I'm back. Saying, I'm saying I'm happy, bro. I'm happy, bro. You get some. It ain't ass. got nothing to do with getting getting any booty. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that. I'm just Bust. saying I'm happy, bro. Like I'm good. Like I'm good, bro. I'm blessed. That's a man that's been busting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being transparent, yo. Right. So, you know, I'm in a relationship, right? Your boy caught the COVID. I wasn't getting no ass, mm. no attention, no touch. As but you should. You shouldn't get none of that. <laughs> it's it's the work. Like I that might have been one A and one B, COVID being one A, not getting no love attention to some ass. One B. It's just the worst. It's, it was a drought. Drought. <laughs> That boy and was sick and miserable. Sick mm. and miserable and couldn't, couldn't, couldn't even get no uh, affection, you know. See, men are emotional, too. They be wanting love and affection. Niggas, <laughs> boys be more emotional than girls, bro. Mm. That's, I done Miss, heard some stories. I done heard some stories. Mitch, you ain't, what's, what's your dating life been like, bro? You, you don't really give us no details on that. I feel like mm. in general, and I know you personally. You saw he, <laughs> caught, you saw he caught the COVID. I heard you can get that by, I heard you can get that by eating ass too. I heard you can get that by eating ass too. I seen it on the CDC guidelines. I got, I got, <laughs> yeah, 
But no, nah, Dayton, uh, <laughs> Dayton still trash during COVID. Ain't you can look at the CDC guidelines. You can get that by eating ass, bro. What that got to do with you? <laughs> Go ahead, bro. I'm fucking with you. No, nah, but Dayton still trash, though, during COVID. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. You can't just skim by that. Like, what she means, man, why is it always been trash for you? Dayton you think, is trash, bro. Like, do you think it's, it's you? No. No. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> see, you, it's y'all not. see this nigga skimming by it? <laughs> it's not. It's it, just a simple case, man. People, you know, people be liking who. You know, you be liking people who you ain't supposed uh, to like. You ain't. You know, no. the people that that like you that you should like, you don't like them. Uh, you sound you kind of you sound kind of shaky, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I don't bro. know. <laughs> Doctor B, what you was gonna say? What you was, you was saying something? I'm gonna, juice. I'm gonna let you facilitate this. It's, it's, it, it might be a common denominator if you've been dating for a while and, and all of them are trash. It's one thing to say. <laughs> See, for me, I don't date, though. That's the thing. Like, wait, I don't wait, date. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm not necessarily speaking directly about Mitch. This is just for the audience. It's one thing to say I've been dating and there hasn't been anyone or I've messed up a few times. Like, you know, that I've been inconsistent. You know, the people I've dated, you know, wasn't it? It's another thing to say I've dated for a while and ain't nobody, not one, is a, not one is a viable candidate or they all messed up. Mm. Something's going on where if everybody you dated and you can't even walk away and say, at least one of them, I fucked up. And so that's probably why it didn't work out. And I have to raise my eyebrow and be like, you sure it ain't you, boo? Sure it ain't you, homie? Because in most cases, we the individual that's doing all the dating or has dated multiple times, regardless of that number, it's not that you're not finding the right person. It, it, it's a lot about timing. You know, you were ready, they wasn't. They were ready, you wasn't. Wouldn't mean that they were toxic, just 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 means that people wasn't at the, the stage that it needed to be at. And I just get worried when people start saying like, uh, nobody was a, nobody, I'm gonna look at you and I'd like to meet everybody that you dated and see if there's a common denominator about well, what is it about that person that didn't work out, you know, narcissistic. And, and welcome back to the Wholesome Men podcast where we tell the truth at all times. Miss That's how when all you the girls gonna be like, oh, Gee, he's so right. Dr. B. Oh, oh yeah. That do be happening. <laughs> I love Dr. Oh, my B. God. oh, my God. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he, nah, nah, he low-key be telling the truth. High-key telling the truth. If it's the common denominator, you sometimes you got to look at yourself. See, but I don't, I don't date, though. I'm not a serial dater, so, like, I don't be... Oh, yeah. Can't nobody say, like, oh, yeah, me and What do we date. classify... That's, how, that's What do we classify as dating like we going out together or we getting to know each other like everybody or was she my this girl like, what's dating like, calling a broke nigga that's all like, like, can't, no, like can't nobody say like oh yeah mitch was my boyfriend if you say oh, that so you, it's official like official. nine times out of ten you lying so it's only yeah, dating if that's, your, you if that's your girl or if that's your dude then that's dating but if y'all like going out for drinks and stuff then that's not dating i feel like everybody so you, got different different definitions so i do think you like, dating i think dating is you my girl that's what I think dating is. That's what it is to me. If we dating, uh, you my girlfriend. Nah, if you got chicks on your roster, 
that <laughs> you you think you got wait yeah first of all, you got chicks on your roster Mitch but if I no I no. don't but if I did we I'm not dating a bunch of chicks <laughs> why are we roster. doing this I'm we not talking dating, we just talking I'm not, I'm not dating a bunch of girls on my roster like which so you got girls on your roster but you're not dating so if, they, they know they I, if I did if he did they know they roll not even that like we ain't dating the word dating because all right most people i get that there's levels right and i'm i'm not here to say that's wrong what i'm saying that dating is nothing more than collecting data about the person you either have aspirations to be Thank with you. or want to be with so if if i get a number from a girl and now the dating might be that i just want to fuck okay you're trying to collect data to see if she's trying to jack down for the cause. Some who, who want to go more conservative say, I want to date and get to know this person to see if there's a viable future. But both of those are collecting data. Once you get enough information, you move different. When you know that that girl is just, oh, she only want to fuck, boom, you're going to switch the mode. Versus, you know, a girl that ain't about that. So that's what I'm saying, dating. It's nothing more than collecting, right? Now, you all can have an establishment and understanding and say, I only want to collect data about you. Cool. But I think dating is is, is, is really from the early to the point that you say, we are mutually collecting data about each other. But it's all right. That nigga's spitting. I agree. <laughs> That's why I say if you got uh, if you got girls on your roster, you dating them. All thirty-seven of them, Mitch. But I don't have girls. Like don't <laughs> at this point in my life, I ain't got maybe like three, four years ago. But now, like I got time. Three to four years that shit, ago. That shit costs money. That's why you ain't trying to you ain't trying to spend wow. no money. You trying to that's the main reason. <laughs> that's why. You probably you got called broke recently feel, or something like that. Hey, nah. <laughs> that's one thing they can't say. Okay, can't say but I feel like I feel like for women though, like women can say like, "Oh, I'm dating," because during the dating phase, most women ain't paying for shit. So a woman, a woman can date three, four, five dudes, and ain't shit changed. Ain't nothing changed for yeah. us. We can't do that. Five hundred dollars, like, <laughs> like, 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 like that one woman we dealing with. We have to kind of say, like, all right, if I'm about to be doing this, I hope this the one. The woman, she like, well, shit. If it don't work with person A, I BC, got person B, C, D, E, F. Yeah, who, my, who about to take me? Try us, us. Yeah. We ain't, we ain't in five, six chicks inboxes. Like, yeah, I'm gonna take person A out today. Take this for, like that shit get to adding up. That shit tired tiresome too, yeah, bro. Yeah, like nah. That shit so, tiresome because you having you having conversations on the day with one. You be like, remember when I told you this? And they like, you didn't tell me that. And you like, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, for real. That shit, that shit tiresome, bro. I can't. I, that roster shit dead, bro. That shit dead. All right. That shit dead, bro. Maybe a, saying roster is a sexist term. I apologize for any ladies. Girls got rosters. Mine, mine is monetary. Take it back. I'm a. <laughs> I'm gonna be up front. Mine is monetary because if you take a chick on a decent, terrible, like, bro. If, if you take on a, nah, for real, if you take a girl on a decent date, uh, a girl say, "Oh, that picnic shit." They don't want to do that shit. 
like they want to be taken out. They want to dress up. They want some shit they can record. <laughs> Yeah. Like so, a decent little date might cost you like a bill, a hundred dollars minimum. I don't mess with them kind of girls. Minimum. <laughs> so I'm saying, so imagine if you dating three, four, or five girls, and you going on one date with them a week. Like nigga, that's nigga, that's a lot of money. So if we keep if we if we only look at this from from and I'm talking about male and female, all right, or even in between, right? If we only look at this from a quantity perspective how many dates how much it costs how many is on your roster so this is where it gets dangerous in, in my opinion when if you could just be and i said this before and i know it's hard because society doesn't want it but if you could just be transparent from jump right if you say listen i like you and i'm talking to you but i also have three others do you still want to be on and be considered then that's the decision she gets to make to be on that or vice versa, which most niggas would be like, hell, no, no you got me fucked up. I'm but that's cool another on it. Double standard. Cool on it. I think if you could just be up, open, and honest, it wouldn't be that much mental. The, the, the mentalness comes behind trying to hide all the, the people you're talking to. And you could just be like, have y'all ever watched what's that? Nola? What is it? Nola? Uh, um, the Spike Lee thing on this, uh, do uh, not do the right thing. Uh, Nola Darling, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it. Oh, but she keeps she, she gotta have it. She gotta have it. She gotta have, she gotta have it. Oh, she like, I got these three niggas. Oh, yeah, and they operate the way they need to operate, and it's less stressful because you don't have to always contend and try to adjust and hide. And I think because when we look at these numbers, that's why I'm like, I'm all for multiple dating. Like I don't have a problem with multiple dating when there's transparency and honesty. And I think that that's where it's not. And that's why people hate, you can only date me because you probably dated some niggas that wasn't shit and you hurt behind that. So you can stand. Another dude is trying to see his options, or when a woman is trying to see their options, or you know any other identified trying to find their options, you get mad. Open, honest date. If you want to date six people, as long as them six people know, what's wrong with it, boo? Polyamory. Mm. But the, any <laughs> the type of dude I am, the girl tell me straight up that like I got three or four different dudes. What you trying to do? I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, double standard. I, I'm, I'm out. That's a double I'm out. Standard. It's not a double standard. It's not a double standard. Why is that a double standard? I'm not about to be. I'm not about to be it. putting in no. Ep- See me. I'm trying to date to marry, bro. The type of guy I'm trying to date to marry. That's me. So if I'm if I'm trying to talk to the girl, if I'm trying to talk to this girl, if I'm going out of my way, I'm trying to talk to her, and she just tells me I got three or four different dudes. What I look like just trying to be there just to be for the ride, bro. There you go. <laughs> like what? Anyway, no. so we was talking. All right. Anyway, so we was talking about dating during the pandemic, but that's how y'all feel, just dating in general. I like the conversation. Get it off our chest, bro. Get it I know. Off yeah, our get chest. that shit. It's been a while. We gotta get a lot of months of shit off our chest. This, we got a lot of shit to talk about these upcoming episodes. Rest right. in peace, Kobe, man. Rest in peace, Rest Kobe. in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. We got a whole nother episode that we can talk about that for real. Rest in peace, too. Pop Smoke. It's a, it's a lot. It's a George, lot that happened. George peace. Floyd, it's Breonna Taylor. That's all right. Yeah. That's what I was gonna talk about too. Like with this Black Lives Matter stuff. Like 
people, it's been hella protests outside. I know, Mitch, you've been outside protesting too. COVID. I mean, and it's a whole pandemic outside. Do y'all think it was, like, necessary to just be protesting with it being a whole pandemic, this whole COVID stuff going down? Or is it, like, irresponsible or it's the right thing to do morally? Man, I think it's the right it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the right thing to do. My personal opinion on the protesting is, though, it takes more than just the protesting. Because personally, for me, I feel like it was like a half and half thing. I feel like half of the people was there because they really trying to fight for change, and they tired, and they tired, and they tired. But then I think another part of people was like, like, I just see people like, hey, take this picture. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, look, look where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then they, post, totally they, they post a picture with a, with a decent enough caption, and then they at the crib ain't talked about it since. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, right. it, I feel like it takes, more, it takes more than just going to a protest and all that. We've been protesting for how long? <laughs> how, how long we've been protesting? Since 1865. Bro, when, what? When we was free. <laughs> Bro, we, we've been protesting. <laughs> I, I think everything has its place. I think that you can't have the change in, in diplomatic conversations and policy, policy changes without protest and awareness and raising consciousness. It, it's not a, a, a one thing that works. All of these things works, right? And so, and when, when you have something that's such as polarizing as what happened with these movements, you're always going to get the inverse of that. And when people want to look at folks that are doing what we call performative activism and then try to blame the whole movement, you are part of the problem because you're trying to blame a small set of folks that want to do performative movement instead of look at the movement itself and what it's generating. And even with the folks that are doing the performative uh, uh, activism, they're still raising awareness to some that may not know what the fuck's going on. So they play their role and you got to find out where people can play their role and use that to your advantage versus saying, oh yeah, well that shit fake, man. This, I don't want to fuck with that. No, what is the core of the movement? And go with that regardless of what other people are doing. And I think that activism comes in too many different ways for us to sit here and critique, that ain't good, that ain't good, that ain't good. No, the way whiteness works and white supremacy, all that shit's needed and more. So you just, that's where your role is and go do your part. Now, Mitch, I know you had like kind of a opposing view to that social media stuff as well. When we talked about it in a group not too long ago, how you feel about it? I know you've been out in these streets before. Uh, uh, like the Caught that. I, don't know. I feel like the social media, man. Like, like we live in it right now. Like, you know, people always say it. Like, you know, like a couple years ago. Well, not gonna say years ago. Like a year, two years ago. Like, you know, it need to be a revolution. It need to be this, that, this, and third. It's here now. We living it now. Like it's yeah. it's it's here. It's right here. Everything that you were saying on Facebook and Twitter three, four, five years ago. Oh, I wish this is here. And so for those people, now that it is here, to still be sitting online and not doing a part. Now that it is here, I feel like those people just like kind of like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. That's that's a legit concern, right? Um, I, I I hear that, and I don't I don't think that I could see the frustration behind that because, you know, if you may not know why, but 
that doesn't mean that you can't feel like what what have y'all been doing? We 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 out here trying to do this work and there's some that have been, you know, by the, the wayside or not doing much. And 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 what I would always say is, man, the way that this this shit is this shit is exhausting, right? And I think for people like me, you, Mitch, even you know, Justin Keith, I think that we just kind of have more of a will to kind of be on the ground type soldiers. Yeah. So let's go do something. And I think there might be others who might have had that, but they burnt out real fast. You know, the system got to them, the lightness got to them, you know, and they just like. Okay, bro, I don't even care no more. Let's <laughs> let's go turn up. Let we, let's go do this, and that's unfortunate. And I try not to divert that behavior back to them. I try to go to the real bigger systemic issues to how that plays out. But is it frustrating? Like, I'd be like, niggas, we gotta get our shit together. What the fuck is we doing? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a discussion that we gotta have within our community as well. And also, I've been like recently thinking, like, what's the how the other side think because i've been trying to think objectively on situation like this like i just don't understand how maybe i'm biased but like i don't understand how people that's opposed to this i wouldn't just say white people because there's some anti-black people out there as well like people are triggered by black lives matter just by saying that i just don't understand that i don't know if y'all have an answer to that <laughs> as well like i mean i got some theories like right what you mean like, like some people are legit threatened by Black Lives Matter. I don't know if you've seen on social media, people have like it in their yard or something written in their yard and they destroying their yard because they don't want to see Black Lives Matter or something like that. And they thinking like they being selfish, like we don't care about nobody, no the race, but ours and we trying to take over. Like, I think that's probably what they're thinking, but I don't see how they get that correlate what we doing with that. We fighting for equal rights. We not even fighting to take over. We just trying to get equal on the same playing field. I think it's something it's something that they that they can look at to ignore the real problem and just look at that as another issue if that makes yeah. sense. So instead of looking at the problem that's really going down that they know is happening but they're in such denial that like black lives matter no all lives matter. Like if you're a black lives matter like you're 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 violent, you're crazy, you're selfish. Yeah. If anything black people I I heard somebody say if anything black people have uh, more advantages. I was like, "What?" <laughs> you live in Oklahoma too now. You live like, in Oklahoma, what? so I, I ain't surprised about that. But I and just it, think it's—I just think it's people that just try and ignore what the actual issue issue is. So it's like, okay, you're mad because of y'all don't y'all y'all don't think that y'all have equal rights. So we can be mad because y'all are saying Black Lives Matter and y'all are counting us out. So like, let's be let's just be mad at each other type of deal. Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of it is stems from from the the possibility of losing power. Yeah. And and when you devote so much attention that's not only needed but necessary to a group of folks that have been disenfranchised and marginalized for so long, when you see all you see is all of the look at all this attention, oh shit, that means we're gonna be out of power. It's like this psychological thing that happens with them is that they think there there's a loss of power. So yeah. what do you <laughs> Uh, all, all lives matter. All of us need this attention. No, no, no caring. And, and <laughs> you, you don't, okay? And so it's it's difficult for them to accept uh, when a lot of attention. And then there's also the underlying thing that 
or anything that's black is not good. So why do we want to pay attention to something that has been socialized as bad? Why are y'all giving us attention to bad and then insert black folks, black media, black whatever, right? Y'all, yeah. you know, so it's it's a it's a it's a psychosis that 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 you know people who think like that need to need to rectify, and that's on them. But black lives, and might I say real quickly, all black lives matter, right? We're not just gonna say cisgender black men. We're gonna say trans. We're gonna say LGBT. Our brothers and sisters, they're out dying, and they're not getting the attention. So it is all that that liberation has to be rooted in all of us that that uh, have black in us. Speaking of that, so. Me and uh me and Dr. B was on a phone call with one of our frat brothers and he brought up the the issue of uh what did what did he say? He he was basically saying that that the LGBT community is getting more notoriety and using the Black Lives Matter movement as a hotel to push their agenda. And so I actually was talking to somebody the other day and they felt the same way, like, you know. The LGBT community is getting more, you know, got more rights or got this, got the streets and all this. And, that. and so I just wanted Dr. B to kind of hit on that real quick and yeah. just kind of. It, it can surely be complicated in a very socialized way. As, as particularly black men, right? Like as black men, when we see ourselves constantly getting murdered and constantly you know surveillance so you live a life to where you just feel like shit we can't do nothing we can't advance and then you see in the media that there's this agenda for lgbt and it seems like they're getting more and we really don't look at the context that there's really what those that are getting, and if we want to say more is the uh advocacy of whiteness in the lgbt that they can advance the cause for lgbt but then our black LGBT and our trans, they don't get they don't get the they don't get that afforded to them. And the other thing is, is that we do conflate our race and gender. We don't really see the gender uh, aspect. We see the race because we live like we, we it's being seen on us. So, so it's hard for us to really see that if you're black, gay, trans, that you're getting a triple uh, onslaught. Whereas as a black yeah. man our race and it's not about oppression olympics because i don't want us to get into oh we oppress more and that's really the fundamental issue with what we were talking about with our frat brothers it's just it's not about who's oppressed the most we oppress differently based on our different identities so is it up to like heterosexual males mostly to support this agenda as well not so much like it's an agenda because we all under the same black umbrella so is it like like we want our own allies that are white to help our agenda, us as heterosexual males, we should be pressing for that same equality for the LGBTQ community as well. I've I said this a lot of times in some of the work that I do with social justice, it is on the job of the people with dominant identities to do the work in marginalized communities. So yeah. if you're straight, you need to be doing work with LGBT and trans. If you are a man, you need to be doing the work with patriarchy, misogyny, and sexism. If you are white, your job is to do the work with racism, and so forth and so forth. And I think once we understand that that work falls on the people that are marginalized, falls on the people that, that benefit 
And the reason why we need to do that work is because we get to walk away. We get to go back to a heterosexual relationship and nobody ever questions, and nor would we die from it. And they don't. And white people, you get to walk away from race conversations. Yeah, we, live we don't that. get to walk away from it. So the work falls to us to do that work. He's like, well, I don't believe in religion, God this and God that. Listen, the Bible has never told you to dehumanize somebody because of their sexual orientation. Find me the scripture where it says that. And so we need to understand that you can humanize folks. And and, and if you feel like you want to have a, a, a biblical different belief, fine. But you can humanize trans and LGBT and still help them, which is what Jesus did for everyone, right? You remember the Pharisees? Yeah. They was like, don't. He was like, what? And the main no. ones against it are the Christians, some Christians, uh, you know, of the Christian faith. So <laughs> I, I feel so conversation. Yeah. So last remarks on this. Our last remark. I know we 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 about to wrap it up. So this whole race relations topic. What can we do? I want everybody to kind of go around the table again. What do y'all think is y'all opinion? How we can resolve this issue in America and race relations that we kind of bring it to the forefront now. It's always been here, obviously, but now it's to the forefront. What do you mean? Just, what, I'm gonna go, what can uh, we do? Well, like, what's, like, what's your opinion of what can do? I'm not saying it's going to be the uh, be-all situation. It will be the absolute situation. Like, what do you think can resolve this issue? Maybe not. It's something we can do. Maybe our yeah, it's nothing, wrong, there's nothing we can do. I don't think there's anything. I'm Okay, let me, let me rephrase what I'm about to say. There's things that we can do, but until the superior and those in power sit down and listen and actually get everything together to what we're trying to say and what we're fighting for, I just think that it's going to take cooperation from everyone. In the in the in the broader thing, I'm not saying like us us as uh, Black Americans or anybody that's Black in period that's fighting for equality in America is there's things that we can do in order for that to happen, but until everyone is willing to sit down and listen and not even just everyone, people in power and people who can hold the people who hold the power to make that change until that's done. Then I don't think anything can change until the people who have the power to make a change really listen. But I just think, I think a lot of people are on the fence about it because you got, you got people who flourish off of. So like there's some people who stayed silent throughout this thing. Like there's people whose business, they own a business and they make a lot of their money off of black men or black women's work so they don't speak on they don't speak on it because they don't want to piss them off but also they have their other side where their superiors and their colleagues who are all other white men or women or whatever the case may be of power who may not be fans of black lives matter or might not be fans of equality for all so then they kind of stay right here because if they go this way, they're going to piss off these people that make them all this money. But if they go this way, then they're going to be blackballed by these other people that can present them more money as well. So then they kind of just stay here. But until those people just don't care, if it, if I, a lot of people don't want to sacrifice, right? Most people don't want to sacrifice. So until people are willing to sacrifice what it is for the, for the greater good, I don't think any change can really happen. Gotcha. Mitch, what do you think would be the resolution for this? Uh, my unpopular opinion, it might not be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think it'll ever change. Like, I always say the world needs to honestly end and we just need to. 
No, like everybody die, say, start like, all over like, again. Like, like it needs to just start over. Like it's Noah's Ark. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, like no, restart. Like, like, restart this shit. Yeah, restart like shit. like it happened like, before. Ra- yeah, like like racism, like all that is too ingrained and deep, and trying to change stuff surface level is still gonna be some type of. It's you ain't gonna touch everybody. It's just. It's too much. It's, it's too, it's far too much. I mean, you can, okay. I mean, you could try to change things like, you know, from a systematic point of view, the best way you can. But for the most part, it, it realistically, it'll never go nowhere. People always. There's always going to be somebody. There's always going to be somebody. Yeah, it's always going to be somebody. So unless this shit just yeah. end and we come back, hopefully, shit, when God bring us back, shit, the black people, we the ones who. You know, we're the, Israel, we the Israelites you know, in the Bible, shit, anyway. You know. Dr. B, what you think? I'm I'm probably the optimistic one. So, I mean, is this shit hard? Yeah, and I understand why we'd be like, yeah, this shit ain't gonna change. Uh, but the analogy that I use, and if y'all use this analogy, just kind of give me credit. But the analogy I use is like, you know, a big ship like the Titanic, right? And not that it's a foreshadow that it's going down, but like the makings of what it takes to turn a big ship like Titanic around. You know, the captain, he or she has to get the coordinates. And whenever they get the coordinates, they yell all that and they tell the people at the very bottom to say, hey, we're getting ready to turn, turn this around, get the steam ready in the cold, do all that stuff at the bottom. And then it goes to level two and the engineers move some stuff. And even after all of that, mind you, the captain said that we were turning around a long time ago. Even when they turned the Titanic around, you're not doing the Cadillac turn. That bitch got to go, I mean, wide ass turn. And mind you, you got to get people ready for the turn. So you got to educate everybody on the boat about like, hey, we're getting ready to go this direction. It's going to be a little bumpy. Well, what do you mean? It hasn't been bumpy before. So you got to do all that resistance. So this is all the shit that we're going through. And it takes time. And I know that it's frustrating, but eventually the ship's going to turn. Now, I, I'm also an anarchist, right? An anarchist says, well, fuck the ship. Burn the motherfucker down. Burn, burn that bitch down. <laughs> yeah. But I argue, well, where are we going to go if you burn that down? So until we can find a system that's viable for everyone, turn the ship around to get to a, a land or a space to where everybody can get off and be safe, until then, we got to do the work to at least turn it around. And I think that's where we're at. I think we're at a pivotal point um, in our society. And I think that uh, more changes happened than before. But all the changes that happened before us had to happen first before we got here. And 20 years from now, people are going to look back and say that had to happen in order for us to do and so forth and so forth. Facts. I agree. I'm going to take the last point. I know you mentioned the system and everything like that. Now, I'm not trying to base the blame on us, but as far as how the system is right now, we as black people have to blo- have to vote and get into position of the power as well. I think that's a big reason why a lot of stuff needs to be a lot of stuff the way it is, because we simply not in the position of power to make those changes as well. So we have to really make a uh, make it a goal to get out and vote. We have to get involved in the politics. We have to make ourselves so aware and not just say, oh, this shit is fake. It's a conspiracy theory. We really need to get out there because the way the system is set up, 
it's only supporting the uh, the majority. So I think to be to get out there, we have to be in those power positions. We have to get out there and vote. And I think that's just like one of the first steps to get out the uh, get out in to like improving the race relations in America. I don't I don't know if it's the end all be all situation as a resolution, but the first step and Next up, I don't know. It's it's still up in the air. I'm still I'm still leaning on that. We gotta burn that bitch down too, cause that's the way to make the statement as well. Like that's the only reason why people even listen to us to uh, listen to us now, because we burning shit down. That's one way to get the attention. Now we need to get out there and be systematic about it and be very methodical about it. But it's been another episode of the Host of Men podcast. Gang, gang, gang. Like I said, we are back at it again. We trying to stay consistent this time. We kind of work things out. We are all over the country now. And this pandemic kind of opened up my eyes. And I'm, I'm actually glad for real that we kind of started this again. Y'all convinced me to do it again. So I'll take the blame on that. But yeah, we gonna, cool. we gonna do this. Like he got his key renegotiated his contract. Yeah, we renegotiated the contract from 135 mil for five years. So I, I went ahead and signed that dotted line. And y'all make sure that for the audience, y'all follow the, the Wholesome Men podcast on IG and all social media platforms at Wholesome Men Podcast underscore underscore underscore. That's on IG. Uh, and on Twitter, just Wholesome Men. And Go ahead and follow me at Keith, uh, at K Logan, my bad, at K Logan underscore 70 on all social media platforms. Justin, go ahead and check us out. First, before I sign out, we're going to give a lovely happy birthday to our host, Keith Logan. Appreciate you. Happy happy, happy birthday, my guy. But anyway, 26. 26, old ass. But, anyways, uh, y'all go ahead and give me a follow. Like I said, your favorite wholesome man, JLP underscore 63. We back. We better than ever, and let's get it. Let's get it. Sign us out. Y'all go ahead and follow me on Instagram at who? No, at Mitch three one three. I don't. Shit. At Mitch three one three RD. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow back. All right, Doctor B. Yo, it's uh, your boy, the the people's doctor, the raspy doctor. I didn't mention my social media. My social media is Petty next door underscore four um, that's on ig and on twitter it's kind of my ratchet twitter but i do have a social justice twitter <laughs> for dr ivy and that's on twitter you can find like you know professional you know perspective but yeah they don't want let's that get it they don't want that yeah they do <laughs> all right y'all it's been another y'all it's been another episode y'all be blessed peace they need to rap the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. So yeah. Breonna-